Coming to you direct from Bris Vegas, Australia, we are four music fans who have agreed to disagree on just about everything in popular music. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords, your humble host, and a real-life meatloaf fan. I'm joined by my three bats out of hell, Lord Brett, your own Kenny G, and your long-haired lover from Coochie Mudlow, Lord Al the Enigma, he loves the obscure but won't deny the heavy metal youth in his closet, and Lord Kev, still keeping up that fake Irish accent, if only to deride anything that ever sold more than five copies. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud for another exciting episode. This is episode 83. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It sounds like a bit of a sickly cough you got there, Lord Kev. Is that for show or are you actually crook? Just choking on my quarantini. (laughs) <laughs> we're all back in lockdown again yes mm. this is an official oh, lockdown we can't even seem to escape it it's unbelievable can't get to the chats I'm gutted it's not going to happen chats are cancelled everything's been cancelled yeah I'm just going to buy no tickets from now on and uh, uh, avoid disappointment that's right <laughs> do, do everything spur of the moment who's on tonight let's go you know, yep. you know take that approach absolutely probably the way right. Well, on tonight's episode, it is some bad news, unfortunately. We've got another, lost another member of the Lords. We've got uh, poor Lord Al has uh, left us. We'll be conducting his funeral uh, as the first part of the show tonight. I'm and, not dead yet. And later on, of <laughs> I, course, I, we'll, be, we'll be doing the magical musical Wheel of Fortune. But um, sorry, Brett, you jump in there. I was just going to say, I, I, I don't know, I sort of felt like there. it was like spring was in the air today. It just felt my shoulders <laughs> like, you know, little... <laughs> Little lighter, I just thought, oh, what's going on? It's you know, with a fresh air. Yeah. yeah, we're still in lockdown, but what? Why do I feel so refreshed? <laughs> what is it? Is your conscience? <laughs> your your conscience was just escaping into the ether. <laughs> yes, I think so. Bill said, um, the planet just got lighter. <laughs> <laughs> we should have planned this for some. Is it some magical day? Does the number eighty three have some magical significance, or the day this will be released? Does that? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Does it have a, you know, we should have thought about that, shouldn't we? I mean, uh, 83 sounds a bit primey. I, I'd have to oh, check. Oh, wow. Mm. That'd be right. Very good. All right. So it we'll is have, order, of course. we're doing that very solemn, solemn occasion uh, very shortly. But before that, we have to do Album of the Week. And Lord Brett, you've got Album of the Week this week. I do. Hey, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Little Loz, uh, who happens to be a, a, a an intimate relation of mine. She's my daughter. She uh, let me know last year. Now, I've, I've always liked the gorillas being a bit of a, uh, a, a audio-visual sort of uh, a person. I don't mind the concept of the gorillas. But sure. last year, they, uh, they had a whole bunch of, like, web episodes. Apparently, um, uh, Damon Albarn got sick of uh, the album and, and so instead they had a bunch of, of web episodes that came out and each time they came out there was uh, videos and, and, and a song and, and the song um, uh, featured a, a, a musical guest. So uh, Robert Smith uh, was on some of them, uh, Elton John was on some of them. Uh, so it was really, I guess they've just sort of thrown, thrown it all out of the window and started again. Uh, and some of these tracks are really quite good. So, so what you can do now, so, yes, you can go and buy a book. Uh, you can go back and watch all the videos, but you can jump on to Spotify, uh, official sponsor of the podcast, 
and and they've sort of put it all together in an album called Strange Times. Did you have you guys been aware of this? Not at all. No, I'm I'm not down with the kids anymore. I don't like the gorillas starters. Oh, you don't? Oh, Damon okay. Albarn. Oh. Uh, I do, I do like them, but the last that I heard was like Dirty Harry era. So, sure, that was that was a little while ago. No, I do. I will say, I do like the. I, I'm not a huge fan of the music, but I have always appreciated the the visual side of the of the presentation. So, uh, this is probably this this could get me back into checking them out if it's if it's. Sure, well, they've got Elton John, hey? And like Elton John, hey? And you had me at Elton John. I mean, geez. <laughs> Elton John, Robert bit, Smith, and, and Beck. So, so let's have a quick listen uh, to the title track, uh, Strange Times, uh, featuring Robert Smith. Isn't it amazing how you just know you that like Robert Smith. That's amazing. <laughs> such a great mimic. But, you, but yeah, Robert Smith got such a distinct voice and such a distinct delivery that as soon as he starts singing, you go, "Yeah, that's just the cure, right?" So, is mm. this? Uh, do you know if this was just a bunch of stuff they already had written for an album, and then they got in some, uh, yeah, some singers, or did he, did no, Robert Smith have some in, input into the co-writing of, of some of these things, or? Apparently, the whole idea stemmed from this idea that they wanted to ha- bring in these artists and uh, separate to the gorillas, uh, uh, you know, uh, play to some backing tracks and then sort of bring it together. And now I don't know if that because I know in the middle of, of all the recording because it started in January uh, of last year. In the middle of it all, COVID sort of fucked it all up, and they suddenly had to go back to Zoom rather than doing it live. Um, but yeah, look again. I, I can appreciate that they're just sort of trying to do it in a different different way. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I'll I'll check it out. So so how do we how do we check check it out again, Lord Brett? Well, you, what well, are you we can just go. You can just go to to Spotify and listen to the collected album, right? right. Uh-huh. Or um, you can hunt on YouTube for these web series because each chapter or each episode has a story behind it involving the characters that are the gorillas, um, not the hairy ones, Lord Al. Uh, oh, uh, thanks for clarifying. I've been so confused about that band. So. Yeah, so so there's a big, vi- like the gorillas always, there's a big visual element behind uh, the music as well. Uh-huh. Very good. All right. Well, do yourself a favour, get out on YouTube or Spotify and check that one out. Uh, thanks to Loz there for pointing us in yeah. that direction. Strange <laughs> Times by – sorry, the album's not Strange Times, is it? That's just the track. No, no, yeah, no, Strange Times is, in fact, the, the album. as well, um, yeah. Okay. It's Song, song yeah. Machine, Strange Times, yeah. Excellent. Strange okay. Times yeah. is just the theme of Lord Brett finding a band that wasn't from the 1970s, so – 
<laughs> Very good. All right. Speaking of Al, um, it's yeah, it's our very sad um, duty to tell you that poor Al has has passed. And does anybody want to say a few words? We've yeah, you know, it's a very solemn occasion. But uh, does anyone have a few words I'd like to oh, say on behalf of? It is tragic. It's tragic news. Um, and and I have actually prepared um, a few words in a, in a eulogy format here. For my, my dear comrade, <laughs> Lord Al, uh, 1974. Let me grab some tissues and then you can get into it, Kev. Yeah. My lords, ladies, countrymen, lend me your bears. I come to bury Lord Al, not to praise him. Evil that men li- do lives after them, and the good is often teared with their bones. So let it be with Lord Al. He was uh, an incredible and strange man, as we all know. Uh, this was uh, proved to be the case following his autopsy. Obviously, his body was in huge demand by medical science, but who could have suspected that Lord Al's brain would prove to be in the shape of a dodecahedron? <laughs> <laughs> that rattling sound. Lord Al is survived by his wonderful girls and brave, brave wife and keen runner. After all those years together, the brave woman we know as Lady Al can run up to 25 kilometres from their family home at the drop of a hat. <laughs> that says so much. I was lucky enough to share a birthday with Lord Al and nothing else. His own terrifying list of hobbies ranged from female bodybuilding to yet more female bodybuilding, but there was so clearly so much more you didn't want to know. It is on record that when his trussed up body was unhooked from underneath the story bridge, Lord Al was wearing nothing but one of his favourite gimp masks and a knowing smile. But we'll never know for sure. Well, the official report says cause of death was COVID-19. I've pointed to ingesting too much metal in his youth and a heavy use of blue grass in later years. It proved to be a deadly combination. Tonight, we remember a man with the chest of a bronchial pigeon in the throat of a boy. Thrash metal basis to love to funk. Mm. A kind and warm Lord of Loud, who's a hideous enforcer of his own baffling rules, yet chronically incapable of following anyone else's simplest requests. He was a contradiction, a mystery, an enigma. Lord Al, get back in your closet and rest in peace for once. Oh, <laughs> oh my yes. God. Right. How, How good is that? I don't uh, know. Oh. We just, I think we just end the show there. We, <laughs> That's how do you follow that? You've, you've drawn out a tear from my from my withered corpse uh, face. Yeah. What's that ghostly voice I can hear? <laughs> That's brilliant. All right. It. Well, let's try and, and follow that up with some of, of a few the music. Yeah, there's a few songs touching. There. Some music that we've uh, hand selected uh, that we would like played at Lord Al's funeral. Is there somebody, Brett? Would you like to kick us off with a track uh, that you think I, suits? I, I the, found the, I found this so. I found this so hard. Uh, my personal connection uh, with Lord Al goes back, and and the the tunes that came forth uh, were many. Uh, I could have gone Bowie and Jagger, Dancing in the Streets. I could have gone the Wolf Tones. Some say the Devil is Dead. I could have gone uh, American Authors, Best Day of My Life. Uh, uh, then again, there's Queen, Another One Bites the Dust, uh, or. Um, 
or, or a slightly new song uh, uh, featuring Machine Gun Kelly called Fuck You Goodbye. Uh, so they, they all leapt... They all leapt out, but I tried to tried to resist that. Now, Lord Al and I had a conversation uh, just before he died, and and he was, I guess he he understood that there would be a funeral service for him, and he just said, "Lucky, uh, there isn't a song called Goggle-Eyed Freak." Uh, uh, now, I no, if you're listening from the grave, Lord Al, guess what? I found one called goggle-eyed freak and and it, and it sums up you perfectly because it is almost unlistenable <laughs> so so lord ben if you wouldn't mind uh, uh hitting it's double points uh, it's double points goggle-eyed freak by marvel cinema it uh, let's only play about 30 seconds because seriously <laughs> i can't put up with any more than that all right here we go It goes for about six and a half minutes. So, oh my God. And there's something certainly straight out of the closet there. From- <laughs> <laughs> if, that doesn't, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, nothing will. <laughs> All right. Well, I might jump in there. Uh, so, for my first one, uh, you know, again, thinking of songs here, I felt it had to hit a few sort of points. One had to be some kind of world music starters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe in an '80s style or a, or a retro style. Uh, it had to be weird. Um, <laughs> and really, which brings us to it had to sound essentially like it could appear in any Eurovision song contest. Yes. <laughs> stage. So the first one I've got here is a Spanish number, and this is a song popular on Spanish Day of the Dead. This is uh, by a band called Macano. And I'm going to butcher the name of the song here, but bear with me. It's uh, No Es Sierro Este Cementerio. Um, so it's got the word cemetery in there. That's all I can make yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> certainly about the dead. It's about, you know, the dead rising from their graves, essentially, and, and dancing, having a party in the in the cemetery. Um, so let's hear a bit of uh, Macano's No Es Sierro Este. Este Cementerio. Mm. Uh, Spoken like a native. Fluent. <laughs> He's so fluent. Los negros. 
sounds like a, a, a failed demo, you know, for a Tim Burton movie, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's almost I creepy mean, enough for a Tim Burton, but just not creepy enough. It's just not good enough. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can see the stop motion skeletons sort of around <laughs> the tombstones. Yes. Hey, hey, I, I resent that. <laughs> All right, Kev, which song would you like to play first? Lord Al. Have you recovered I'm enough, Kev? Are you, are you okay? Do I need to give us okay. more time? I'm all right. You know, I'm okay. Um, I've just I've just found it that, that that translators, this graveyard is not serious. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Right. yeah. yeah. Um, and and again, couldn't be more appropriate. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead in with something of that. You know, that, that segues beautifully into a track that I'd like to play for for Lord Al. I'm working a theme tonight. I'll let the second song play it before um, I'll ask the spirit of Lord Al to maybe guess at the theme but um, yeah Lord Ben if you're going to help me with my um, my playing techniques here if you're going to act as DJ we're going to have um, something from Norway and if that's enough of a clue I'll let you lead in without giving away the beautiful um, title of the song alright I think I, I think I'm on the same track as you and Kev it- yeah, and I think it hits the right note. I think it hits it hits the right note. Let's just say that. All right. <laughs> On a scale from one to ten, my friend, you're fucked. In lack of other words, I'd say you're fucked. You are, as they say in Japanese, fucked from the head down to the knees. I am sorry to inform you, you are fundamentally fucked. But people will forget as time goes by. You're fucked. What if I tell them that it was some other girl? I don't think you understand by far how completely super fucked you are. You are Hitler in the bunker fire. Yes. Very good. <laughs> oh. Nothing like some no coward all the way from um, from Norway <laughs> to, to really sum up the spirit of jazz that is Lord Owl. And um, <laughs> wherever he is, I hope he's enjoying the um, the somber and, and heartbreaking uh, um, you know tones of Elvis there. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. I'm gonna wear you like a love boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> oh, chills. Mm. All right, Brett, we're back to you. Back to me. Now, Now, I've gone down uh, similar lines as yourself, uh, Lord Ben, looking at uh, some world music. Uh, and, and I think Kev mentioned in his eulogy uh, that, uh, the, that the notion of Lord Al doesn't really make sense. So it would <laughs> seem quite sensible to pick uh, a, a song about the mariachis, right, because we've heard uh, mariachis from his closet, uh, but the lyrics have make absolutely no connection with Lord Al. Uh, the, the first, it's obviously, and, and the song is sung by uh, Los Lobos, um, the, the first uh, uh, verse is, I'm a very honourable man, I like the best things, I don't lack women, nor money, nor love. Now, if that isn't the exact opposite uh, <laughs> of Lord Al, because wow. uh, at some point he talks about uh, how the brown-skinned girl of his heart, uh, if you've met uh, Lady Al, uh, uh, she's white as a ghost. 
for, for obvious reasons. Uh, she wasn't always that way. Only after she met. No, that's right. That's right. She's have a rosy complexion, full of life. That's right. <laughs> so, so let me butcher the title. And uh, uh, Lord Ben, can you spin the Cancion del Mariachi by Los Lobos? lo mejor, a mujeres no me falta ni el dinero ni el amor, jineteando en mi caballo por la sierra yo me voy, las estrellas y la luna ellas me dicen dónde voy, ay, 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 ay mi amor, ay mi morena de mi corazón. Me gusta tocar guitarra, me gusta cantar el son, mariachi me acompaña cuando canto mi canción. Me gusta tomar mis copas, aguardiente es lo mejor, también el tequila blanco con su sal y sabor. Ay, 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 ay mi amor, ay, de la de mi corazón. That translates as the mariachi song. Mariachi song. Well, very little. Stayed up all night thinking of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, I guess I'll jump back in here. So I guess the other aspect, well, there's many facets, to, obviously, to Lord Albert. One of the other major facets, of course, is he's more metal than man. And uh, <laughs> have, so I couldn't, I couldn't not throw in a metal uh, song in here. And I thought the most appropriate was uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. So we will hear a bit of that now uh, for Lord Albert. And a great gnashing of teeth, but that's pretty much every time I hear Metallica, to be honest. And I think he'd want that certainly at his funeral with all the old rats yeah. around and uh, yeah, have that one blasting great as notes the, as the cast mm. leaves the uh, the church there. That's right. <laughs> and if uh, and if he's not dead, surely listening to that song would just tip you over the edge anyway, right? Just in case you were close. Crank no, the bring up. you back. Bring you back, especially with that opening bass. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, Kev, fan of a segue. You know I'm a fan of a segue. And let's just close this out with um, with Norman Tanega, who's um, going to um, give you a song that's going to leave us in no doubt as to your situation. It's called You're Dead. Um, <laughs> close. Just cut straight to it. it. <laughs> it it's just, I've become a bit of a fan of Norman. 
Norma's just recently, and, and not to make it all about me, um, I know that <laughs> kind of hates this 60s whimsical type of stuff, you know? <laughs> like, um, so it makes me very happy to play that um, for those reasons. But this is a, this is a great little tune and um, ties back to Elvis as well as uh, I think it was used in the um, What We Do in the Shadows uh, theme track, um, the New Zealand um, comedy series, all about vampires. And um, for God's sake, let's not have any of that, Al. Let's just <laughs> let's call a spade a spade and stay in the ground, son. You're dead. You're dead. Don't sing if you want to live long. They have no use for your song. You're dead, you're dead, you're dead. You're dead and out of this world You'll never get a second chance Plan all your moves in advance Stay dead, stay dead, stay dead Stay dead and out of this world Run fast, don't stand in the sun There's too much work to be done You're down, you're down, you're down you're down and out of this world There she is, Norma yeah, I think you finally you definitely get the message after that one Yeah, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't beat her in. Oh, oh he has lost died him, Lost him completely oh, oh, oh. Trying, to re, trying to re-enter the astral plane there yeah, And I think we lost that frozen out Al, can you hear us? Al. Yeah, I can, I can I can hear. I couldn't hear Kev for some reason. Yeah, no, we lost you there. We thought <laughs> no, we'd lost not you all bad there for a minute. <laughs> 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 it's a victory phrase. That, that phrase that you said there from, from Brett's comments, he said the concept of Lord Al doesn't make sense. And I'm putting that down <laughs> actual funeral because that's just great. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down there. Just... It's like an absurdist comedy, you know. <laughs> yep, that's the most. That's the best thing you've said all all uh, season. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Well, it's up to you, Al. I'm sure you've got something there to uh, to bring us home that you would like played at your, well, your own funeral. Yes, I have to. I have to say, all those words were touching um, in all the wrong places. Um. And yes, I appreciate the uh, not not just one but two um, Spanish language uh, songs, <laughs> and the uh, remarkable bluntness of um, of your fucked and you're dead. So, <laughs> and and of course, Doctor Light Freak. I mean, you know, summed it up nicely. So. Um, really didn't, but, but really yes. didn't need to go past that first song, did we? So, <laughs> not really. Not really. Yeah, it's just a lot of. Over egging after that, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been as gooey in quite a while. Um, mm. So, so, so to fi- well to finish off my own funeral, I'd like to play a little a little song from uh, from Blood, Sweat, and Tears, nineteen sixty eight. We've we've had a few hits from them in the past few episodes. I say, uh, mate, this it's going to be lazy. This is like your album of the month. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's just got so much to give. Can somebody steal the rest of your CDs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, this one is, and when I die, 
Um, and we'll, we'll have a listen to the uh, the start, and then we'll skip ahead a little bit. So if we could if we could play play maybe the first forty seconds or so, you'll get a you'll get a taste, and then skip ahead to two minutes. So when you die, we skip ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you just skip the whole song, probably. We just skip. Yeah. <laughs> Southern Baptist there, but sure. Uh, well, I've got the spirit in me sometimes. (laughs) As as we often ask, I can't help wondering, is this one you play in the family car as you're driving your girls? Absolutely. Yeah. I was astounded to discover two other people who knew the song and started playing it, one on on, uh, guitar and the other one singing. I was like, (laughs) and it was, you know, it was that particular version. It's like, this is great. The bit that okay. we couldn't hear, unfortunately, is this little section in the middle where it goes into a, uh, a full full cowboy mode, and it's, you can hear the, <laughs> the clip the clip clopping of of the horses' uh, feet as well. So, nice, the four yeah. horses. Yeah. It, it have a lot of sections, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, we're listening through a Zoom recording, but it seemed to just go through every time signature there is. <laughs> is that just me? Uh, you know, okay. yeah, Very good. Alrighty, well, not a dry high left in the house, and I know yeah. I can't wait to hear some more tracks off Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Is <laughs> we'll, we'll get through them one at a time. Yeah. We'll so. All right. Well, I think we've done justice to Al's life there and, and given him a good send off. So now it's time to spin the magical musical wheel of fortune. Let's see what. Uh, random episode we can random snippet we're going to get played on this episode so lord brett if you don't mind reaching back there and uh giving that Reach around big spin sure here we go and, ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. 
Absolutely. Hey. Mm, okay. Another tragic tale. Yes. Let's get busy with that. Theme. What a theme. Let's see yeah. what I've got on this. Let's see what I've got this time around on tragic tales. Of life. Right. I look forward to it already. <laughs> Yes, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Tragic Tales of Life. This is where we have a look at some of those artists who really were dealt a pretty rough blow through life and probably should have been a lot more successful or um, influential than they were, uh, or you know, at least should have lived a lot longer and, and um, you know, made a lot more great music. So tonight's episode uh, is one of the greats. We've got, uh, we're talking about Billie Holiday. And uh, Billie Holiday uh, was born in Philadelphia in 1915 as Eleanor Fagan uh, to unwed teenagers Sarah Fagan and Clarence Halliday. They were forced to move in with Fagan's older half-sister Eva Miller after being kicked out of the family home for becoming pregnant. And shortly after Eleanor was born, Clarence uh, took off to pursue a music career as a jazz guitarist. And Eleanor wouldn't see him until sort of much later when she was uh, actually, you know, had, had her own career underway. And so Eleanor grew up in Baltimore, where she was mostly raised by Ava's mother-in-law, Martha Miller, uh, because her own mother was away working most of the time and, and frequently absent, actually, during the first 10 years of her, of her life. Eleanor hated school uh, and would often be truant, and that sort of led her with a first run-in with the law, so to speak. Uh, she had to appear before the juvenile court 1925 when she was just nine years old and she was actually sent to a reform school but by the end of 1925 uh, her mother had opened a restaurant where they both worked very long hours and she dropped out of school at just 11 years of age at 12 years of age a neighbor wilbur rich attempted to rape eleanor but she fought back and uh, rich was arrested she was placed back in the reform school in protective custody as a witness to the rape case Shortly after this, she found work running errands in a brothel and doing cleaning jobs around the neighbourhood. Uh, it was around this time that she first heard the records of Louis Armstrong and uh, Bessie Smith. Holiday moved to Harlem in 1929 with her mother, and it's here that she started her singing career, at first calling herself Billie Halliday, after a favourite actress and her father's last name, which was eventually then changed to Holiday. She sang in several clubs in the air over the next couple of years, uh, before replacing Monet Moore at the Covens on West 132nd Street where producer John Hammond arranged for her to make her first recordings in November 1933 with Benny Goodman. Let's hear one of those now, which was her first hit at just 17 years of age with Riffin the Scotch. Right into the fire. 
1935, she signed to Brunswick Records and began recording what was then considered pop tunes for jukeboxes uh, with Teddy Wilson. Here she developed her revolutionary improvisation style of melody to fit the emotion of the song. One of the songs recorded during this period was What a Little Moonlight Can Do. stint with Count Bassey's big band in 1937 and found herself in direct competition with Ella Fitzgerald, with whom she became great friends. While with Bassey, she recorded They Can't Take That Away From Me. Let's hear a bit of that now. In 1938, Holiday was hired by Artie Shaw, making her one of the first black women to front an all-white orchestra. They toured the still-segregated US South, and she was often racially abused on stage and refused entry into venues. Although he loved Billy's voice and singing style, Shaw was under pressure to replace her with white singer Nita Bradley. And then an incident where Holiday was forced to take a separate service elevator instead of the normal passenger elevator in a hotel um, after white folks complained, that was the final straw, and uh, she left the band. She continued to perform in various outfits and record different songs through the early 40s, while using most of her money up to support her mother's gambling habits, uh, leaving them both destitute. In 1946, she starred in her only major film, New Orleans, with Louis Armstrong, but most of her scenes were eventually cut from the film as she was having trouble on set. She was earning you know, about $1,000 a week, uh, but spending most of it on heroin, which was supplied by her lover, Joe Guy. By 1947, she was at the height of her career and had made around a quarter of a million dollars in the previous few years. But in May, she was arrested and sentenced for possession of narcotics. After her release, just a year later, for good behaviour, she performed in a sold-out comeback show at Carnegie Hall, where she performed Cole Porter's Night and Day. Night and day You are the one
1950s, Billy's drug abuse and heavy drinking and abusive relationships had uh, taken their toll, and her later recordings show the effects it had on her voice, which had become much coarser and, and less vibrant than in her early years. She released an autobiography and an accompanying LP, Lady Sings the Blues, in 1956, which included the great song, Willow Weep for Me. your branches down along the ground and cover me listen to my plea by the late 1950s holiday had developed liver psoriasis and was taken to hospital on May 31st, 1959. The Federal Bureau of Narcotics, under the control of the openly racist Harry Aslinger, had been targeting Holiday since the late 1930s. It was basically since she started performing Strange Fruit. And so she was arrested and handcuffed for drug possession while she lay dying in her hospital bed and put under police guard. She died on July 17, 1959, at just 44 years of age. It's reported that she only had 70 cents in a bank account and most of her famous records from the 30s were already out of print. And so I hope you've enjoyed this look at yet another tragic figure of popular music in Billie Holiday. And we'll finish this segment with her most important work, the powerful Strange Fruit. I'd like you to imagine her standing on stage at the Cafe Society in 1939. Waiters have asked the audience for silence and a single spotlight shines on a young Billy Holiday. Together 
Was that? Oh, well, hey, it's balanced out. It's, the, the episode's balanced out. We've had some joy and some pain, you know, <laughs> just kind of, right. a little that's bit right. of yin and yang, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, well, all that's left to do is to say get onto Spotify and check out the playlist for this, uh, this episode and listen to all those songs in full. Some great music on there. Get onto our website, lordsofloud.com, and get yourself a great piece of merch. Uh, some great shirts and other things on there for uh, presents coming up. It's Father's Day in a, in a few weeks' time, so you know that'll make yes. a great present for your father. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, get onto our socials, leave a comment, uh, tell us what you'd like about the show, tell us what you don't like, give us ideas for future episodes, etc. We won't read it. Keep it clean. You know? Keep it clean. <laughs> don't get yourself a like a Facebook ban or anything. Just let us know where we're going, but. That's right. Most importantly of all, join us next time on the Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network. 